0: to real life real equity with your host Justin and the lovely Keisha Brooks say hello everyone hey and welcome everybody our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business as real estate investors our mission is to model educate and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools ideas and information to add more worth to your net worth more cash to your cash flow helping you achieve your goals in less time and we'll do that right after this commercial break are you part of the club the real equity club is a group of like-minded individuals the club's purpose is to help create more wealth for its members the mission of the club to help you increase your passive income and net worth the club is completely free to you when you join you will receive the tools providers and ideas you need to create grow and maintain your wealth so join the club now at real to gain access or send us an email to info at realequityclub.com that's info at real Real equity Club.com. We want to see you succeed in business and in life. So go to the website at RealEquityClub.com and join now. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are going to be covering a subject that I believe and Keisha believes is very important to any business, to any entrepreneur. Yes. Um, But first, let's recap. So if you've been listening over the last several weeks, we have covered uh, several topics. We start with first the why, then the what. If you listen, it kind of goes in an order. Yeah, it does. A real specific order. We covered the why because we always want to make sure that we have the correct motivation to doing whatever it is we're doing. Right. First, the why, and then we talked about what you're going to do with the why that you just created so your why is your motivation your what is your your actual game plan next we talked about lifestyle creation because once you figure out what you want to do you want to create it based off of the lifestyle okay Mm -hmm. Uh, lifestyle creation is very important a lot of people will spend a lot of time doing things that does not necessarily add to what they want their future lifestyle to become Mm -hmm. Uh, then we talked about mental toughness because once you get to the lifestyle creation it's going to take a little bit of mental toughness Mm -hmm. to get through to your lifestyle your ideal lifestyle it has a lot to do with like emotional intelligence uh and it's an exercise it's mm-hmm. just like a muscle you have to exercise your mental toughness you have to do things that consistently get outside of your comfort zone right
1: intentionally yeah
0: absolutely and then the next thing we talked about is creating the business model if you're a w2 employee we talked about how to get started where you are mm-hmm. using what you have to get started where you are now robert kiyosaki in his book rich dad poor dad talks about work where you want to work but mind your own business start correct. part-time it's it's a part-time hustle that can replace the full-time job right and then we talked about how to buy a business last week now last week I used a term that was uh, cash flow correct now for some people uh if you go out into the business world you may hear the term EBITDA E-B-I-T-D-A I used cash flow to replace EBITDA E-B-I-T-D-A if you want to figure out what EBITDA is take some time google it Learn about it. But cash flow, I used it interchangeably uh, so that you could understand exactly what it meant. So Mm -hmm. as today's topic comes about, uh, we're going to be talking about customer service. Okay. And customer service goes directly into entrepreneurship. It is like the bread and butter. You know, my partners and are, are, are studying a book on customer service, but... Customer service is probably number two on the list of things when it comes to running a successful business. Right, correct. I believe number one is treating your employees correctly. Yes. Because your employees are always your first line representative to any business. Mm -hmm. They are going to be... And that's why we're going to talk about customer service. Because if you treat your employees correctly, then customer service is going to flow right in there.
1: Right, right. I think a happy employee makes happy customers. It always starts at the top, starts with the leadership. Right. So when it comes to customer service, let's go ahead and just define that first. Customer service is satisfying the customer with a product or service.
0: Okay, so let's give an example.
1: So a good example of that would be Chick-fil-A. Okay. You know, out of all the fast food chains, Chick-fil-A is the one that, I don't know what they do, but every time they have a university, oh my (laughs) goodness, it's it's like
0: Chick-fil-A University or something like that. They send all their people down there, uh, like a a master trainer, they send them Mm -hmm. down there and and, and, yeah, so go ahead.
1: It's consistent, it's concise, you know, every time you go through that line, they're on point. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. So their tagline is, my pleasure. Mm. Normally, you know, when you're going through a line, they might just say, okay, you're welcome. You know, just real simple. But that simple, my pleasure just kind of tops it off. That's what makes their customer service above, I would say, everyone else. So with customer service, this is something I've been doing for 15 years. It is crucially important that you as the representative are presenting yourself in such a way. Not only are you representing that company, but you're also representing your own character when it comes to customer service, too. Um, That is very important, especially in business. You know, first impression is everything. How Mm -hmm. you present yourself to your clients, to your vendors, you know, just simply seeking vendors, just how you come off builds that rapport.
0: But it's also your brand.
1: Right. Right. Now,
0: before we before we depart from the the Chick-fil-A thing, I wanted to recommend a book. Uh, how Did You Do It True It by S. Truett Cathy, the uh, founder of Chick-fil-A. Oh wow. Excellent book. How Did You Do It True It. It talks about customer service and how he formed his customer service base and why Chick-fil-A is what it is today. Yeah. So if you want to build your customer service, uh, follow the leaders in the industry. Yeah. Yeah, There's it certain always things that things everybody top. does, model it. And That's one of the things we'll talk about in a future podcast is modeling. Right. Being that you've been in customer service for so long, and obviously we're both in customer service, but you know, let's 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 hear from you. What are a, f- a few things? Let's let's say three. What are three things that you know somebody who's running a business, starting a business, uh, can do better to create a better customer service for their clients?
1: I've been through several trainings on customer service, and mm-hmm. one of the trainings that I have been through was magic training. Okay, so what's magic training? So, magic training is literally like role-playing.
0: Um, okay, you are... so we're not talking about, like, card tricks and stuff.
1: No, 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 All... <laughs> Although the common phrase was, make sure you use your magic, you know? Right, okay. So, you would get together with your fellow attendees... And you would role play as if you were in that situation. Mm. So many times you may get on a call or be in front of someone that could be angry. They could be upset. How do you change the tone Mm. of that environment so that by the end of that call or situation, you turn out for the good?
0: So this this goes into just like entrepreneurs. We have many times where we make calls to people that may or may not have asked us to make those calls.
1: Right. Some right. cold,
0: some warm. You know, it doesn't really matter. There's sometimes you have to break bad news. You have to be able to make that situation better. And that's what you're calling magic, right?
1: Right. It's almost like you have to be chameleon to what's going mm-hmm. on.
0: That's interesting. Interesting. Okay. So that first is magic. Making sure right. that you you uh, you develop the situation in a way that makes your customer feel good. Right. Right. What's number
1: two? Number two is leave your personal problems at the door.
0: Mm. Mm. Because okay. a okay. lot of
1: times, personally, you could be going through something, going through many projects, trying yeah. to juggle. Yeah. And then you get in front of somebody and you're putting off that energy. Uh. That could go downhill from the start. Oh,
0: that's good. So, okay. One of the things that our mentors talk to us about, it's never about you. Mm-hmm. It's always about them. Right. And anything you do is never about you. It's always about them. So it sounds to me like when you say drop your problems at the door, leave your problems at the door. You want to make sure that as you're talking to whoever the customer is, you're talking to them as if they're top of mind. Right. Not your problems.
1: Correct. You have to literally turn off that personal switch and gear your mindset. Like we talked about mental toughness. It takes, I think it takes a mental exercise every time you're getting ready to approach. So you got to tee situation. yourself up almost. You, you do. Okay, okay so what I'm are going some, I mean, here, like, because
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really interesting you say that. And uh, I know I've caught myself where I'm in a bad mood or down mood and I do certain things to get my spirits up. And then sometimes it doesn't even work. Right. But then you, you do like something something instantly I think triggers one what thing are those that somethings?
1: we one thing that we always say is lead with the end of mind okay so okay, okay. that okay. end process what am I doing this for why am I doing this what you know focusing in on what the goal is for this customer
0: okay so what else can we do because I mean I, I I get that I do but for me I get into uh so I'll, I'll i'll listen to a motivational tape mm-hmm. or a cd or or something motivational to get me fired up and then sometimes I, that doesn't fire me up you know i'll listen to a song sometimes that doesn't even work um but then sometimes i start and then i get into the mode and then it's like the momentum so do you think it's a combination of all those things i mean what is, is there a few like two or three things you could recommend? It's very simple. Um, When I think about it, I've had moments where
1: I would leave the house and I'm just like, okay, I have to shut everything off. I have to find my quiet spot and then go into what I'm going to do. And then being open and honest with your team, you know, saying, hey, I need a moment, you know, just to kind of Get to yourself, get that center again with yourself so that way you can approach the situation fresh.
0: All right, so we got... Leading with your magic. Yes. Not talking about card tricks. Right. We're talking about (laughs) uh, number two is is going into uh, making sure you leave your problems at the door. So what's number three?
1: Correct. All right. So number three, I would say is being
0: excellent. Mm, That's good. That's good.
1: Yeah. So doing more than what is asked of
0: you. Okay.
1: So most of the time there's a guideline with customer service. You have your description of exactly what you're supposed to do in your
0: role. Oh, you hit something good. So before we (laughs) we continue, you, Mm -hmm. you hit something. There is a guideline for customer service. For those of you who are in business and you're the owner, Mm -hmm. you have to create a guideline for your customer service. Yes. Yes. That's cute. That's huge. Yeah, that's very
1: important. So having that guideline, you know what your role is. You know exactly how you are supposed to form. But putting your own spin on that Mm. is what
0: causes you to be. So basically, so you don't sound like a robot.
1: Right. Correct. Okay. okay. And (laughs) that's funny you say that because people will tell you their honest critique, feedback, opinion (laughs) about how you're performing. Right. Yeah. And so you don't want to sound robotic as if you're just doing it to be doing it.
0: So you call into a call center. Hello, Mr. So-and-so. Right. We (laughs) are trying to make sure that you know this call is being recorded and they sound like a robot. Right.
1: Versus hi, Mr. So-and-so, how are you doing since the last time that we spoke? Right. Just putting that little spin on it, they know that wait a minute, she recognizes the last time that we spoke and she talks to how many people a day? Exactly. That makes the difference in
0: customer service and that brings excellence. That's Man. Okay. So that even brings up like your systems you're using when Mm -hmm. you're recording stuff. So if you're talking to people on regular, even like in a call center, they take great notes. Yes. So a differentiator may be that when you say, hey, Mr. So-and-so, it's been great since we last talked. I remember last time we talked about your dog. Right. And how he was you know, getting treated for fleas. Right. So how is that going?
1: Right. How do you make the conversation personal? Yes. But you don't detour from what they're needing.
0: Right. So, you know, it's rapport building. Yeah. And we learned that again from our mentors. They talk about how to build quick rapport and Mm -hmm. it's not artificial. Right. You're taking notes so that you can interact with people so that you remember it's you really care, okay? Right. It's not about just manipulative talk. Right. You really care about your client, your customer, and the customer service piece comes in so we're all human, so we don't forget. Right. We say, okay, this is what happened with his dog. Right. And this is where we, okay, I'm going to use that. That's one of the things that uh, is a personal thing that we can, we can relate with.
1: Right, well, that just goes into one of our mentors, uh, Russell Gray, says you always want to touch the heart. Right. And so to me, touching the heart, always opens up exactly what they need right you know so sometimes when people look at customer service they're so quick on getting their numbers good mm. but another key factor if I can just add in one more is taking the time to actually listen bonus to the okay. customer so, so that today. way you know exactly how you can service that individual
0: All right, so it's time for your educational tip of the week. Your educational tip of the week is? Branding. Branding. All right, so branding is uh, everything. Yes, everything. And I mean literally everything. But in terms of like your brands, you'll see uh, different logos, you'll see names, Mm -hmm. you'll see trademarks, you'll see symbols. Basically, it's a distinguisher. Right. It's a distinguisher for you, your organization, your product. Everything is branding and I think we talked about this briefly on another podcast, but when you start to look at your branding, your branding could be the car you drive, the clothes you wear, how you present yourself. How what you kind wear of your hair, hair. You, yeah. yeah, what kind mm-hmm. of hair you wear if you have any at all? I have none. so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I mean but I mean your earrings, mm-hmm. what kind of shoes you wear? Right. Where do you eat? Who do you associate yeah. with? All of these things are part of your branding. Every little thing. Everything counts.
1: You even mentioned to me the type of water they're drinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody
0: was drinking a special kind of water. And I thought it was really interesting because you see in certain settings different kinds of little things like mm-hmm. water. I remember yeah. I was talking to a a real estate Uh, Person And they were talking about how the water they drink in that office, it has a story behind it. I've never heard that before. I thought it was very interesting. You know, somebody will be drinking this Italian water based off of their experience in in Italy or, you know, some French water that was, you know, based off of their time on the French Riviera. It was, you know, it's very interesting. And Mm so everything has to do with branding. And so when you think about your branding, think about how you're coming off to another person yes that's impressions what is. impressions it's your first impression now is, there's no right or wrong answer to how to create the right brand but it goes into customer service
1: right exactly
0: by the way i just want to invite you to subscribe to our newsletter uh, go to real life real equity.com. Uh, there you can put in your name and your email address uh, we'll send you the updates on the every new podcast as well as different tips tricks and ideas to help increase and add more value to you
1: All right. So that's good. Let's go ahead and just recap what we went over so far. Um, So that way, if you're taking notes, you can go ahead and jot these things down or you can just re-listen to our podcast.
0: Right. So you talked about magic. Yes. Using magic. And let's recap real briefly. Magic is. You know, you're setting the tone for that environment. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we talked about number two was leaving your personal problems at the door, leaving your personal problems at the door. All yes. right. And obviously we know what that means because we've always been told to check your problems at the door or whatever the case may be. I know right. I've heard that many times before in my life. So number three,
1: number three is excellence. Okay. Be yes.
0: excellent. Uh, Aristotle said you are what you repeatedly do. Therefore, right. excellence ought to be a habit, right? not an act.
1: Well, and then the bonus was simply listening to your customer.
0: Listening to your customers. Real simple real easy so let's shift gears for a second and let's talk about business success because it's all good to have the tips and the tools and the tricks Mm -hmm. but to actually create business success there's a mindset that's involved and I want to make sure that I highlight that mindset yeah now uh, for those of you who don't know uh, we're big followers of Jim Rohn yes okay Jim Rohn Rome spelled R-O-H-N, not to be confused with Jim Roan, who's a TV personality. Okay. Okay. So Jim Roan uh, is a business philosopher. He passed several years ago, but his teachings have lived on. Yes. I never got to see Jim Roan in person. I have had the opportunity to spend time with Jim Roan's business partner, the great Kyle Wilson. Now... And I mean, spend time, uh, you know, getting in a, a a small group environment and and getting to know how Cal put together that partnership and built Jim Rohn International and success. And it's just, it's amazing. So the mindset mm-hmm. is everything. Okay. So what does it take to be successful? There has to be some type of like philosophy behind right. it. Right. It's the right ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's the right tools. Now this is a Jim Rohn teaching, so I'm not doing anything uh myself this isn't me but this is some notes I took off of one of Jim Rohn's talks okay Mm -hmm. so it's it's the right ingredients it's the right tools it's the right team Jim Rohn said you can't make a cake with cement (laughs) you have to have the right ingredients yeah you have to have the right tools you can't put icing on with your hand you have to have a spatula I mean it's you need to have the right things you can't Produce, manufacture, deliver, attach, or source the pieces of each ingredient without the help of others. You need people who know what they're doing as well. Mm -hmm. It's not a one-man show. That's Mm, huge. That's huge, yeah. Okay, so a lot of times we say, we'll just get somebody to help us, but they have to know what they're doing. They have to be good at what they're doing. That goes into excellence. Yeah.
1: So explain that a little more. Like, are you providing them... The information to do that how do they well i
0: think it depends on the scenario um you know emith michael gerber talks about how to create systems and processes where people can just kind of come in into a turnkey environment where mm-hmm. you've already thought out all the things so it makes it a lot easier mm-hmm. but in more technical situations those people like you can't write a process for a doctor to do heart surgery
1: Well, yeah
0: you have to know that the doctor knows what they're doing right and so it's it's a judgment base. But as you grow your knowledge of what you're doing, it's all about that judgment. And you have to know what you're doing so that you can know what they're doing. That's good. OK. And then there's a lot of time that's wasted working with people who can't help you <laughs> and who can't help you get the right ingredients. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you have to know what you want, but those people have to know how to help you get to where you want to go. Yeah, that's big. And it has to be mutually beneficial. It's not just about using people, because people will do things that they feel meets their needs. We talk a lot about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and some needs are greater than the base level needs of money, shelter, food, and clothing. Mm-hmm. So you just have to figure out what meets their needs. Right. And you don't always get what you want and desire. You get what you find. You get what you search for. You get the results of the seeds you plant. Right. And, and I don't mean like literal seeds. I mean, you, if you help somebody. Kyle Wilson always says, be valuable to valuable people. mm what is a valuable person to you? Everybody has their value. Right. And everybody is valuable to someone. Mm-hmm. You just have to understand what it is you're going after and make sure you're a value to that person. Yeah. And, and I want to make sure that I'm clear on this because we don't categorize people as things we use. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know who said this, but they said, love people, use money. Don't use people and love money. Mm-hmm. So we're not users of people, but there is a customer profile for everything. And you want to make sure that you understand who your customer is and be valuable to those people who are most valuable to you. So with figuring out
1: how to be valuable to valuable people, how do you get to that point? How figuring do out you who's fit? valuable to you.
0: Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what your what your goal is and what your why is and then figure it, I mean, like. It's just like the, the ingredients of a cake. You don't put cement in a cake. Right. Cement is valuable. Right. But it's not valuable in a cake. Right. So just understanding what's valuable in that situation. I'm not saying that there is not a value to certain things and certain people in in certain scenarios. You just right. have to understand what scenario is, is what and segregate it and, and figure out, you know, separate it. Right. Okay. So... I heard this said, and I I've never forgot it. To deserve is to be of service first. To bring my seed to my need. Mm. So bring whatever you want to plant mm-hmm. to whatever you need. Mm. Okay. So if you want to, you want more money. You first have to bring a service to whatever money needs you have. Right. And then when you provide that service, that's when the reciprocation process happens. Okay.
1: Well, I've also heard just going in with that. Um, how you give is how you're going to receive. That's right. Absolutely. You know, so if you're giving sparingly.
0: You will reap sparingly. Yeah. And then you have to have, you have to provide your resources, your seed to the field, plant it, grow it, and then harvest it. It's mm-hmm. a, I mean, Jim Rohn broke it down so simple. Uh, he said, you know, when you if you think about it as if you're planting and farming, you have your season where you you get the field ready. Mm-hmm. Then you have your season where you water the field and mm-hmm. you 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 tend to the soil and you pick the weeds and then you have the growth season. And then most people stop there. They mm-hmm. don't see that there's work in harvesting to enjoy the actual the the fruits of your labor. So right. when your corn grows, you actually have to. Cut off all no. the corn mm-hmm. and harvest it. Now, the other thing that Jim Rohn always talks about is you don't control the seasons. Mm. He said one of the things that you will you will never know there's never an answer why, but there is always a third party factor. Mm-hmm. What if it hails on your crop that you just spent every all year uh, growing? You did everything right, and it hails and destroys your crop. Mm. Wow! You can't control that.
1: That's good. It's interesting you say that because um, recently one of our children, the school they attend, they have a vegetable garden. Mm. And so they decided to go ahead and pull the harvest early mm. because of the way that the season has been changing where we are. Mm-hmm. And so once they pulled it, they still was able to use what they had. So they still were, were resourceful. But... Because of the season, they had to change gears. You know, they had to get it sooner versus later.
0: Mm. All right. So we're going to wrap up um, this section with one of the last keys is knowledge. Mm. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. Remember, it's not the lack of resources or knowledge. It's a lack of resourcefulness and searching for the knowledge you need. Mm. So it's not a lack of knowledge that's sound there. It's a lack of you being resourceful enough to go get that knowledge. Seek, search, find, learn, use what you learn, repeat. That's good. Seek and search, find, learn, use what you learn, Mm -hmm. repeat. Mix that in with some faith, persistence, and you have the keys to success. That's good. All right. So we just want to thank you for taking the time to listen today. Uh, That wraps up our show we appreciate you listening.
1: Yes. And by the way, if you have any questions or feedback, you can always go to our w- website at realliferealequity.com. Go to the feedback section on the page. Submit your questions there. We will answer them on the podcast.
0: Or if you have uh, questions, you can also submit uh, an email to yes. info at com. Yes. So we just want to, again, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Yep. See you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you'd like more information on joining the Real Equity Club, visit the website at RealEquityClub.com. There, you will get access to the tools, providers, and ideas you need to create, grow, and maintain your wealth. Again, that's RealEquityClub.com. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at RealLifeRealEquity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com. Or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week
0: right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.